You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Polonium Cathedral, and co-hosting my great friend, Mark Teresi, assistant to the rector of me at the Cathedral for Planning Development. How are you doing, Mark? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, I Everybody's, think... I talk to is okay. You try your best, you know, to feel a sense of gratitude for what you... Isn't it funny that you hit, you hit on something... We used to say, how you doing? I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Now it's, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not a put-down or anything, just how it's, you and I were walking over here. There's like a pall over our city, over our country, over our world, where people are down, they're frustrated, some anger, scared. Uh, we're, we're lacking socialization. I mean, right. you can't see your own family, your children. I haven't seen my brothers and sisters and their family in six, seven weeks. We talk on the phone. We've Zoomed once, um, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can't hug them. You can't hug them. Uh-huh. You, you can't hug them. But and you're again, a hugger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm known as Father Hugger. And uh, just, I, just, I love being with people and talking and sharing. And, uh, but again, you know, this too shall pass with the grace of God, but things will be different. As churches open, yes. it'll be different. And so uh, our phone number, 312-255-8408. And the time is exactly 8.02 on this rainy Last day of April, tomorrow is May, yeah. and that uh, the weather will start getting better. It's made it easier. It's been a lousy April for most of the part in terms of not great weather, so people are being staying indoors, but May could be different. But you got to remember to see the beauty, too, walking to the cathedral this morning, uh, those beautiful trees that are blooming in front of the cathedral. It you does gotta, speak of you life. You can't ignore that. Yeah, and so you keep an attitude, and somehow God is with us. Mm-hmm. And I always keep, keep telling people, choose Peace over panic, choose faith over fear, and wisdom over worry, and trust in God. Father Wayne Watts, a tremendous priest, a great pastor of St. Joe's and St. Francis Xavier Wilmette, is one of the priests in the Archdiocese of Chicago who has been designated to minister to people and their families who have been sickened by COVID-19. This includes administering the anointing of the sick to patients who have been isolated from their closest relatives and funerals for those who have died from COVID-19. Father Wayne is also keeping active with his role with Catholic Charities of Chicago and is ready to roll out a new conduit for radical hospitality, like that term, radical hospitality, Mm -hmm. in the form of a prayer line during this time of the pandemic. Uh, Father joins us by cell phone. Wayne Watts, Father Wayne Watts, welcome to the program. How are you, Wayne? Great, Father Greg. How are you? It's great to hear your voice. I'm not just okay. I'm actually great. Good. I'm, oh, you know, that's good to hear. I'm not good. I'm not just okay. I'm great. I'm really, uh, as Mark mentioned, gratitude. Gratitude fills my heart, and, and I think that's what's keeping me going. Gratitude for the great people of the Archdiocese of Chicago. 
Yeah, and I really think that you know that attitude of a great and gratitude. It uh, when you think about it, Wayne. You know, it, it could be worse. It could be worse, but I always take the attitude: God is with us, one day at a time. We'll get through this, and uh, and we're not alone. We are not alone, and also an attitude of gratitude to give thanks. So are things different right now? Yes, they are. But I like your attitude of they are great. And uh, so then, now you have been chosen or asked to be one of the 24 priests in the Archdiocese unless you volunteered. Now, ironically, they never approached me. You're too old. I'm too old. <laughs> if you're over 60, you're ruled out to be a priest who ministers to those with the coronavirus. I know you're much, much younger than me because <laughs> I'm 67. So it, uh, Now, were you asked or you, did you volunteer? How'd that come about, Wayne? It was kind of a combo. I, I um, heard that they were going to be asking. I heard the parameters, and I figured that there weren't a lot of priests in that pool, believe it or not. I don't think there's a ton of priests who are under 60 and in, in good good health. <laughs> yeah. so, so I immediately raised my hand. I really feel like that's something that I'm called to do. It made a, it made some of my family members nervous. Oh, I'm, I'm one of nine kids, and my family was like rolling, um, r- you know, rolling their eyes at, oh, here he goes again. But mm-hmm. I think it's the right, right um, thing to do. So, uh, you know, Wayne, if I were under sixty, I would have stepped forward like you. I would have. I would have. Uh, I'm sure you would have. Oh my God, you just, you just do it. But uh, I'm not. I, I, it's frustrating that I'm. 67 in that sense, don't feel it. But, um, you know, Mark, going to jump, jump in. Well, I was just going to ask you, Wayne, could you, for our listeners, just so you get a call, who calls you and then where do you go? So it's interesting. At the very beginning, it was, I got a call from the Evanston Hospital uh, Director of Spiritual Services. But it was at the same time that we were just about to be trained. And there are two wonderful people who are really, I think, volunteering their time to help coordinate the priests. Uh, both work for the Archdiocese, Mary Kay Gaughan, who's a nurse practitioner who's kind of got the job of overseeing the health of priests. She mm-hmm. has done a tremendous job. She really has. She, I'm really grateful for her, Mary Kay and there's a consultant who's working with uh, the Archdiocese. His name is Justin Lombardo. Justin has a lot of expertise in in healthcare consulting, and so he. I hear he's an, has, he's another gem too. He's great been guy. doing a great job. We've we've been working together on a lot of things. Uh, he's kind of helping to head up the whole COVID nineteen response team for the Archdiocese. There are about six or seven committees of that response team. And uh, Justin's been on it, and, and one of his roles is he filters the requests. So now chaplains and people and priests have been told, if you get a call for a COVID-positive uh, patient, please call Justin or Mary Kay, depending on the hours. Um, so what happens? And, what happens when you get that call? So first, I, I usually get a text saying, are you available? And... I'd like to be available, so I always say yes. When are you? Are not. there on-call days for you for this? There, there aren't. You know, I suggested that, be, but because they didn't know uh, how flooded the request would come in, mm-hmm. uh, they decided not to do on-call. So we're really on-call every day. Do and, they do it by region, though? Like, you would be going down to uh, Calumet City. 
No, so there are there are four priests per uh, vicariate of the archdiocese. So, you know, we're we're divided into a, mm-hmm. into six different vicariates, and and so I'm in vicariate two, which goes from about where your church is, Holy Name Cathedral, Father Greg, all the way up to Lake County on mm-hmm. the east side of the expressway. So it's a it's a pretty wide swath. But uh, and there are four priests in vicariate two who cover that region. Correct. Do they monitor your health? more closely we're asked to self-monitor it's so funny i i i am a pretty healthy guy thank god and so i had to go searching through drawers to find um a thermometer oh. because <laughs> i mean i, I don't, I don't think i even own one i think i don't we're gonna stop right here for a second at 809 we're gonna go to a break sure. and then we're gonna hear that story so That'd be great. Okay. Take, us to, take us to That's break uh, bark okay we're wndz 750 a.m catholic chicago father greg sackowitz um father wayne watts is going to be sharing some of his experiences as one of our one of our heroes uh in the catholic church who are ministering to the people with uh covid19 we'll be back in a few minutes please stay tuned Pantries, home-delivered meals to seniors, evening-to-go meals for the homeless, financial assistance, counseling, and other services. These are all programs Catholic Charities has been providing for years to people in Cook and Lake Counties. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, we have worked to keep all of these programs going, never turning anyone away. The needs are urgent and they will grow, but we want you to know that we will be here, as we always have been, with food, housing, financial assistance, and ongoing support. Thank you to the many, many donors and partners helping us serve those most in need. We couldn't do it without you. Would you consider joining us too at this historic time? Go to catholiccharities.net to donate and to learn more about our volunteer opportunities. Thank you on behalf of all those we have the privilege to serve. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here. A census is about to take place in the United States. It only occurs every 10 years, and it's extremely important that we all participate. Hello, I am Cardinal Blaise Supich, here to tell you that I recently signed a proclamation of support for this nationwide initiative. I signed the proclamation because I know how critical the census is to our future. The census numbers determine political representation and the allocation of billions of dollars of federal, state, and local funds. Underserved neighborhoods especially need accurate counts so they can receive their fair share of improvements in infrastructure and services. Please respond to the 2020 Census questionnaires. This is for citizens and non-citizens alike. All information is totally confidential and will not be shared with other government agencies. We all benefit from an accurate census count Thank you for participating, and may God bless you and your families. Welcome back, WNDZ, 750 AM Catholic Chicago. We're visiting today with, I'd say, one of our heroes in the Archdiocese of Chicago. One of our best, Father Wayne Watts. Greg, you had something you wanted yeah, to Yeah, you know, Wayne, for example, uh, when I'm on call 
at the hospital at Northwestern, being the cathedral. For example, even like two days ago, Monday afternoon, 1 o'clock, I get a call from the hospital, a uh, gentleman, 73, dying, non-COVID-19. So I go run, and all the rules have been changed over there. I met at the door, uh, mask, gloves. The chaplain escorts me upstairs. 3 o'clock in the morning, Monday night into Tuesday, I get a call again. Uh, ironically, same room, different person. Mm. Never had wow. before. 14 hours later, and a woman had a, a dying of cancer, anoint her. But the first question I ask when I get the call from the chaplain, is this someone with coronavirus? If they say to me, yes, I'm not allowed to go, I give Mary Kay a call during the day or Justin a call in the night. And let's say I did get that call for a COVID-19 person, so I'm not allowed to go. Then let's say I then call Mary Kay. If she calls you and you say, yes, you can run to the hospital like Northwestern, take it from there. So uh, depending on the time of day, I guess it would be, um, if, if it's a daytime hour, what I try to do is I get from Mary Kay both the, the uh, hospital contact and a family member contact. What I like mm-hmm. to do in these COVID anointings is I call the family first. And I say, this is Father Wayne Watts. I'm on my way to the hospital to anoint your mother, wife, husband, whatever. And is there something you'd like me to say to them for you? So I I, I try to be an instrument for Mm -hmm. the family as well. And so I get to the hospital. And in most of the cases that I've had so far, the patients, and I do the same thing when I get to the hospital. They take your temperature. I have my own mask. We were given those special N95 masks, which are hard to come by. I I bring in a mask and a face shield. I'm wearing gloves. I put another pair of gloves on. And when I get to the floor, I I put a a gown on and a hairnet, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And then I I go into the room and spend some time with um, the patient. And and we're actually suggested not to spend too much time just mm-hmm. because to limit our exposure. So I, as quickly as possible, relay the messages from the family, and then I um, anoint the person. And there's a special way of anointing because of the high infectious rate of this disease. So I'm wearing actually two pairs of gloves. The oil has been prepared on a cotton swab already. And so I say the prayers of anointing with the person, and the person uh, follows along to the best of his or her ability. I anoint the forehead and the palms of the hand using the cotton swab, and then I return the cotton swab to a different bag that I take home with me and then later burn the swab. I I come out of the room and I allow the the nurses to help uh, me take the you know, some of the stuff gets taken off in the room. Some of the stuff gets taken off out of the room. Mm-hmm. We follow very, very particular procedures for, you know, there there are two verbs that I was not that, that familiar with in my English vocabulary, donning and doffing. So I, I don when I go in all the PPE, personal protection mm-hmm. equipment, and I doff it on the way out. Wayne, what and, about um, confession or communion during that visit? Is that even allowed? So it um, it is allowed if the person is able to speak. Most of the people haven't been able to speak that much. Mm-hmm. And you know in the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, 
there's forgiveness of sin. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So normally that wouldn't be a priority if the person is able to receive communion. The suggestion given is that the person receives communion in the hand. Again, mm-hmm. a very challenging situation when people are weak and at the point of death. Have you had people, so my, on, have you had people on ventilators? I, I have had people on ventilators. Probably half have been on ventilators and Half of the people were not on ventilators. They were either on oxygen or just uh, trying to breathe on their own. You know, this is a little aside, but I know how important that moment is. About 10 years, nine years ago, I had an infectious disease, life-threatening, and Greg anointed me. Greg came in and anointed me, and I know what peace that brings to people. Um, It's amazing to see. It's amazing to see. It's a powerful sacrament. And the and my experience has been the people are as much as they're in and out of uh, of consciousness when they hear you know the prayers of anointing um, or when after the anointing we pray the Our Father mm-hmm. I often see the patients opening their eyes and their lips moving to the words of the Lord's prayer it's quite beautiful and then I what I do is after I finish is I try to call the family and say, hey, I, I visited your dad. Oh, nice. He was uh, he was responsive. He prayed with me the Lord's Prayer. And it just means the world to the people. Now, Wayne's got to be very frustrating when family members are not allowed to see loved ones in that room. It's it must break their hearts. It must just break their hearts. They can't go visit mom or dad or their, their own child or their own son or daughter. Yeah, it, it, you know, I, I knew this was going to be difficult at the very first patient that I anointed was right at the beginning of the pandemic, and he was a nursing home resident, and he lived in the nursing home with his wife. He and his wife both contracted the virus, so his wife was in the nursing home with the virus. The husband was in the hospital dying of the virus, and the kids couldn't be with either their mother or their father, and the wife couldn't be with her husband. It was, to me, it was... Super sad, but I was able to communicate with the family afterwards, and I think they were quite grateful that, you know, he was anointed. He did pray. I, you know, I try to relay that he was being well cared for, all the things that people want to know about their loved one. I try to relay when I call them back afterwards. Wayne, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, I'd like to ask you about your role as pastor. What's going on? How do you... Co- Stay connected to your folks in this difficult time. So, study, okay, that'd be great. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., 312-255-8408. We're with Father Wayne Watts, Father Greg Sackwitz here with Catholic Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes. Throughout this pandemic, Catholic Charities continues to develop the most effective ways possible to respond to the needs of our clients and communities. In the past month, our call center has received 250 calls a day for emergency services. More than 450 seniors are being visited by home care aides who help them with housekeeping, groceries, and personal care. 
Mental health services are being provided to more than 600 people via phone and video. Our friendly, knowledgeable staff is working nonstop, so we are always ready for whoever might reach out to us next. If we can be of assistance to you, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7700. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about how the COVID-19 epidemic is affecting just about every aspect of life in America, including how we worship. We'll talk about attending Mass online and how the church continues to reach out to help those in need. We'll also bring you stories about using modern technology to teach fire safety to our children and when losing your hair can be a good thing for others. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. back, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago. We're talking to Father Wayne Watts. Wayne, as pastor, uh, now, do you have a new title, St. Joe's, St. Francis, or is... Your Lordship. Is, no, I mean the name of the parish. <laughs> the, the name of the church is St. Joseph and Francis Xavier. Okay, St. Joseph and Francis Xavier. So, as pastor, so your one role is this tremendous um, ministry to the sick, with the virus. What about as pastor? What's going on at your place? How do you keep in touch? What are your thoughts about um, maybe creative ways of ministry? How do you pa- I guess the question we're all asking, Wayne, is how do you pass when the doors are locked? Yes, exactly. That's the question. Well, I thank God for technology. And mm-hmm. not that I'm super tech savvy, but I have a great operations director, Joe Diarco, who has been really uh, an amazing help during this time. So I decided on the first day of the um, pandemic that I would, during, I thought it was going to be two weeks, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I write an e-blast and I send it to all the parishioners whose emails I have. In the e-blast, I send uh, usually some words of encouragement, upbeat news, and I often include a prayer, and I ask one of my staff members to give a short blurb as well. So they hear from me and a staff member every morning at 6 a.m. in their inbox. Attached to that email that I send, there are three opportunities to click to pray the rosary online or call in. We have a we have a rosary ministry at 7.30. I was on the rosary right before I got on with you this morning. And then there's a rosary at 9 led by a staff member and a rosary at three led by a staff member. And believe it or not, in the month of May, because we've done it historically, had a 7 p.m. rosary, we're going to have a 7 p.m. rosary. So four opportunities to click on or call in and pray the rosary with your fellow parishioners. We also have a YouTube Mass, and a daily Mass, and um, Sunday Mass every week. So uh, there's there's Mass every day with the miracle of technology. We drop in music. We 
We have readers reading from their home and sending us the video of their readings. It's mm, really quite beautiful. So you, so you get to see the parishioners, you know, where they are. Some people like that idea. Some people, on Easter Sunday, we had somebody reading, um, and it was recorded earlier in the week, and it was when they were doing the spring cleanup across the street, so you could hear the leaf blower <laughs> in the <laughs> Real life. Some people weren't so happy with the leaf blower for Easter Mass, <laughs> but it's okay. It's life. It's life. But no, we we connect every day. I'm on the phone. I, I, it's really interesting. My phone, which I almost feel guilty, my phone tells me at the end of the week how much time on an average day I've spent on the phone. And uh, during the pandemic, I've averaged 16 and a half hours a day on my phone. I so bet Greg, I, you could I, resonate. I, I, Greg could resonate with that. Yeah. In fact, I don't know so, about you, Wayne, but I spend a lot of time on the phone, texting, uh, responding to emails. But a lot of time on the phone, I'll call people up. How are you doing? And yeah. um, because you know, we forget. You know, in a rectory, might be now in your situation, Wayne. You live with is it with Dan Mayo? I actually live in. The, it's really an odd situation when I moved here. There wasn't room in the rectory in January of 19. So I live in this um, apartment that was created, I think, for Monsignor Meter in the 50s. Oh, so wow. Sure, it's, sure. It's, it's a, Charlie the, Meter. other end of campus. So yeah. uh, I, I don't really live with Monsignor Mayall, but I do see him regularly and check on him. There are three priests at St. Francis mm-hmm. uh, who are really um, in the St. Francis rectory. One of them turns 89 today. Happy birthday, Father Harnard. Ed Harnard's um, 89 today? He is, oh, yeah. What a, a shout out to a... Now, there's a tremendous priest the Archdiocese. Uh, he was on the faculty when I was at Mundelein Seminary as a mm-hmm. student. And uh, ha- happy birthday, Father Ed Harnett. Great we're guy. Having, we're having a parade. He probably isn't uh, listening to this because he's probably getting ready. They have mass every day in the rectory dining room. But... I can tell you we're having a surprise parade for him led by the police and fire department. Oh, nice. And, and we're going to sneak him out to the front door of the rectory so he can see all of his fans. So that's happening today. That uh, is wonderful. birthday party for Father Ed. I hope the media comes out and covers that. It's pretty nice, right? Yeah, it sure thing. is. It's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, and the thing is, see, I think you, one thing you're saying, Wayne, that is so important is even though we have the, the lockdown and stay at home and the cathedral doors are locked and your church doors are locked, is we just have to church in a different way. But I keep saying this, I repeat this over and over again. The churches are not closed. Buildings are. You right. are the church. We are the body of Christ. So when I say that to people, it's a whole different twist that you know the churches are not closed. Buildings are closed, but not the church. So that we are the body of Christ and you are the church. And so they, they, they take ownership that way. It's just churching in a different way, right. but God is with us. Speaking of that, to if I can just toss one thing out to, sure. so that your listeners can hear churching in a different way. Over the past three weeks, we've created a line called A Call to Prayer. For any of the people in the Cook or Lake County who want to pray with a volunteer— they can call this number. It goes live tomorrow, and and there's, there are volunteers from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day of the week to pray with uh, anyone who needs prayer. It's not a it's not a counseling line. It's it's just a prayer line. It's a call to prayer. Do you have that number? Can you give it I out, Wayne? It's it's 
312-741-3388. That number once again. 312-741-3388. And starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. It's going to be in English, Spanish, and Polish. So we're going to have... We have we have volunteers in all the languages. So which means if, another, I, if I were to another, call, if, if someone calls that number, they get a person who picks up the line and then prays with that person. Well, I think what first happens is there's a pre-recorded voice saying, you know, this is what we do, this is what we don't do. If you want to pray in English, press this mm-hmm. number. Spanish, press this number. So it's so we're re- we're ready to go. We're, we have been working hard with the people of the archdiocese, and it's just amazing the number of people. Could you give the number again? The number sure, it's, it's 312-741-3388. You know, Wayne, that uh, Mark sent his picture to the Lonely Hearts Club, <laughs> and they sent him back and said, we're not that lonely. <laughs> Very funny. Nice. Very funny. He gets Mark. such a kick out of himself. <laughs> <laughs> our our producer, could, boss, could, Jim Dish, likes that. two more numbers? Sure, Mark? please do. You know, I think some people during this time are experiencing... You know, emotional distress, and perhaps they need a like a, a counselor. They can call Catholic Charities has a, a counseling line that we set up at the same time, mm-hmm. and it's three one two nine four eight six nine five one. One more time on that number: three one two nine four eight six nine five. And when people call, what's available to them? So if you're experiencing anxiety, depression, it, it, they'll have, it's, it's almost like a mini intake for the person and figuring out what it is the person needs. It's a wonderful way if you're experiencing any of the difficulties that this pandemic can bring to one's psyche. You can call that counseling line and they'll help you to get what you need. You know, I was going to say, Wayne, that I've dealt with a lot of people on the phone that are just really anxious they're down, they're confused, they're stressed, and just someone to talk to because the number of people who live alone and that they're not getting called by family members or by friends or neighbors down the block, they're in their house, their apartment, 24-7 every day. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 after, and the thing is, you know, I tell you, I'm, I'm missing being with family. I'm missing going to dinner. I'm missing having coffee with somebody. Right. And uh, I think we, we all are. We all are, and in fact, you're, you you yourself included with that. And um... I heard a good idea. I forget, maybe it was yours. I forget who said it. Go to your your um, your phone, and every day pick, pick someone in one of the letters. So pick A, B. Oh, that means you every day you'd be making a call. Twenty six people would have reached out, and you know a lot of times you're dealing with people who in their day to day have always been nurturers. Well, nurturers need support too you know so a lot of times the assumption is well they're fine they'll get through it i i think that i think this uh the, the both of those phone lines the prayer line and the catholic charities line are extremely important um you said there was a third a third number is if people are in need of corporal needs food and uh, other things i heard a psa during our commercial but the, they can call anybody who who needs you know, material needs, food and shelter and mm-hmm. other things like that. They, there uh, is uh, a line that you can call. It's 
312-655-7700. That number one more time, Wayne. 312-655-7700. I want to thank in a very special way Father Wayne Watts, pastor of St. Joseph and St. Francis Xavier in Wilmette for being with us. And, you know, Wayne, you have done a fantastic job all your years of priesthood. You're creative. You're a man of deep faith. You're there for the people. And now you are one of our frontline heroes as you are one of the 24 priests who have stepped forward to respond to those with uh, the coronavirus to step into a hospital, anoint, talk with family. So God bless you. Please it's stay safe. Honor. People are great. It's a, it's a, great. It's a joint it's privilege serving the Lord's ministry with you as brother priest. So uh, please be safe out there. Keep up the great work. Our phone number 312-255-8408 here on Catholic Chicago, WNDZ. Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi. The time is 8.33 on this quite chilly, rainy Thursday morning. We'll be back in a moment. Do not touch that dial.